This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, Tig. Yeah. We talk about a lot of uh, sexy things. <laughs> oh boy! Please, I hope that doesn't make it into this. <laughs> of course it will. We don't edit the show. <laughs> I always hope we do. I always hope we do, and we don't. I'm only saying that because uh, they did a lot of references like that in this documentary. Uh huh. Like Ke- Kenny G is good at sex. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to give it away. No. But we also cover some other stuff. <gasps> oh. But yep. this is worth listening to the very end. <laughs> I assume that most people halfway through the podcast are like, I've heard enough. But there is something fun at the end, don't you think? Yeah. Okay. But I don't think you should spill the beans. Because then people are going to skip to the end. Nobody's skipping to the end. <laughs> Nobody's skipping to the end. Hey, anybody going to skip to the end, don't do it. It's not, yeah, don't do it. It's not, listen, it's <laughs> exciting, but it's not going to, I don't know. I don't want to say it's not a big deal because. No, it's the biggest thing that's happened to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you'll be it'll be fun for you to hear uh, but the whole thing is fantastic we 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 talk a lot about mm-hmm. what do we talk about Kenny G <laughs> easy there's easy. a lot to say there is a lot to say let's let's get right to it let's get right to it oh yes uh, ladies and germs welcome to listening to Kenny G It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yo, boy. 
We got some stuff to cover. <laughs> do we? Well, well, we do and we don't. Let's just say we that. Do. We do. We do and we don't. Um, but just a little check-in. How are you doing in life and in the world? Good. I'm out here on the road. Yeah. The beginning of my tour in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I've had some uh, shows rescheduled to the spring. Ugh. And um, I'm so, are you so sick of I'm so... I'm so friggin' sick of it. Of my tour being rescheduled? Yeah, I am too. too much. It's too, gone on too long, and I'm tired of the rescheduling, and I'm tired of the... I don't know. How is it possibly ever going to end, though? I think this is going know. to be... Is it maybe getting weaker and weaker, and it's just going to be... I see, This is what I think. I'm not a doctor. Okay. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> It seems like it's just going to keep getting weaker and weaker. Like this round seemed more like the flu. Mm-hmm. The next round will probably be similar, but less involved. And as uh, someone who's not a doctor, where are <laughs> you pulling this from? My ass. Okay. Okay. But that's, listen, I've lived a, I've lived a lot of years I've seen things, and I'm just... I mean, you've lived a lot of years. <laughs> I'm just saying... You've lived hard. Deductive reasoning. Uh, I've lived hard. and I'm, I mean, you've lived really hard. Mm-hmm. I'm and surprised you I'm surprised you look as good as you do, because you, you have lived so, so hard. hard. So hard. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I've seen some things, and I hope we don't have to do another wave of this friggin'. I hope that's the case. I hope some twist and turned and come along i and, know uh, i'm gonna knock on wood that's okay. what doctors did you knock do. on yeah i'm knocking on my desk all right well we did a transplant um <laughs> it would that, be so- uh, well you know what let me knock <laughs> on wood be, uh, it would be slightly alarming if your doctor <laughs> knocked on wood i think it went well <laughs> yeah how'd I- it go well uh <laughs> Knock on wood. Uh, I followed it uh, to a T. Uh, the instructions. And uh, how I are you? It. Are you? Are you through your COVID? Oh yeah, yeah. I am. I'm. Um. I'm through it all, and I feel great. And I'm about to start working again. You feel great. You've lived very hard. Hard. But I wear concealer, so you can't see all. Where do you put pay. concealer? Uh, you put it. Where does what? concealer go? Look, you put it under your eye. Look, I've got some on now, and my dark circles still come through. But anyway, you so put concealer it under your eyes. goes right under your eye. Well, or wherever, do you put it all over your whole face? You don't. Whatever you want to conceal. It would be weird if you wore concealer all over your face. You'd look like uh, a clown. Oh, all right. Well, that's what I do for a living. <laughs> Maybe you need to try it. Mm-hmm. Tig, can we just get into it? Listen, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry I answered your question. I'm dying then, to get into this. Okay. Today, we're talking a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. About Kenny G. Mm-hmm. So this documentary is called Listening to Kenny G. It's a 2021 documentary directed by Penny Lane. Whose previous films include Hail Satan, which we did, and that was really fun and great. It features extensive interviews with Kenny Gorlick, 
better known as Kenny G, as well as yes. critics and musicians, to create a complex portrait of the polarizing jazz saxophonist. Listening to Kenny G debuted at the Toronto Film Festival and is available to watch on HBO and HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, what? <laughs> Where did? Is- <laughs> okay, you want to tell me your feelings about Kenny G? Like when you heard, oh, we're we're watching, listening to Kenny G. What was your reaction? Uh, I was like, well, who is Kenny G? That's not true. No, you. Okay. If if anyone, if you're alive, you know who Kenny you G is. You know who is. Kenny G is. And it's so interesting that he was an investor in Starbucks because it's kind of like why do why do we have to listen to your music? No, no, no. It's like everybody knows what Starbucks is. Everybody knows what Kenny G is. Right. It's it's like very kind of accessible but you know i don't know that i i know i haven't known too much about kenny g i've not seen him live i've never purchased an album Mm -mm. i don't uh i don't have a history with him but i will say yeah (laughs) i always hear he's such a nice guy yeah i really didn't know you know yeah i can't say his music really speaks to me but I do love when somebody is passionate about stuff. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you don't like Kenny G, yeah. don't listen to Kenny G. Right. He's not in your face. He, yeah. 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 You have to f- seek him out or go into an elevator. Well, you don't have to seek him out. He's there yeah. like Starbucks is there. That yeah. was my point. But he's not going to offend you. If you walk into an elevator no. and, and when Kenny G is on. attack. Yeah. It's, it's mean. He doesn't feel like this is the guy to go after. Yeah. And I'm speaking from, you know, as a comedian, when people attack other comedians, I'm always like, just don't listen to right, them. Right. Or musicians. Yeah. Or right. TV shows. Or I'm just like, there's so many other people yeah. that if you're excited about them, then get excited about them. But yeah. why would you ever spend any time hating some like really trying to take down Kenny G? Right. I understand being like, yeah, I don't I don't know that I'd go see him live in concert. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So this documentary is very I, I thought it was very very interesting because Kenny G is the best selling instrumentalist of all time. And he's arguably the most famous living jazz musician. Uh, Mm -hmm. But he makes a lot of people angry. People love to be mad about it. It's such an interesting angle. It is. The documentary, it's so interesting to come at it uh, from that angle. Because I was trying to put myself in that position. If somebody was like, listen, Tig, so many people can't stand you. Um, I want to make a documentary about this because it's fascinating how many people hate you. It is interesting that he was like... And I would be open to it. I would be like, that is interesting. It's interesting because he seems like a nice, pleasant Uh person who plays pleasant music and mm-hmm. part of his appeal has been his long curly hair. 
Well, I mean, that's kind of like, uh, what was that? Felicity, that TV show. Oh, right. Remember when that yes. Felicity girl, the Carrie actress Russell. from that? Yeah. She has a name. Who I feel like I saw in recent years and said to Stephanie, who is that? Oh. And Stephanie was like, I think she said Carrie Russell. This is a great story. Wait, so I you're not sure if, if you Carrie saw Russell. Carrie Russell not, or not. And then you're not even sure if you said who is that. You're not <laughs> sure if Stephanie said it's Carrie Russell. I know there is somebody. I cannot wait to tell this story at a cocktail party. <laughs> I, is, I, I, I think it was somebody. I think it was her. And I uh-huh. think I thought she was attractive. She is very attractive. Okay. Okay. But I remember when she cut her hair, people were like, eh, I'm out of here. It was weird because I know Carrie Russell. Oh. Can you call her? Can you call her right now? No, I haven't. How do you know Carrie Russell? Because I did the movie Waitress with her. Oh, right. Yeah, and so we talked about this when we worked together because she said that that was part of the show, that the writers or producers, they had talked about uh-huh. Her cutting her hair as part of the show. I don't think it was her idea. And then and then she got criticized publicly. Everybody yeah. was so furious with her for cutting her hair. And she's like, uh, I'm an actress. I was reading the script and that's what everybody thought the character should do. And I did what we all decided to do. Let me text Stephanie and see if that's who... Um, who you think you saw? Is Carrie Russell, who... Oh God! You gotta let this story go because, and I hope this does not make it into the show because it's not even interesting. Okay, back to Kenny G. So it's interesting because all of the jazz musicians really can't stand him, Mm -hmm. and they mostly associate Kenny G with waiting on hold or being at a dentist's office waiting. And they say he makes nice music for nice people, but it kind of sounds like wallpaper. Newsflash, newsflash. Stephanie said, yes, Carrie Russell is the person that I said was attractive. Oh, my God. It doesn't make the story any better. And she also had words for me. How dare I bring this up again? (laughs) Well, good, because it's it's not a good story. Whoever the actress was, whenever I would see her, and I guess it's Carrie Russell. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'd be like, oh, there she is. And and she became this thing between me and my wife. So does Stephanie think that you have a thing for Carrie Russell? Or every time you see Carrie Russell, you're you're surprised at how attractive she is. You're I like, think oh. I'm always like, oh, she's pretty. And then Stephanie's like, yeah, that's Carrie Russell. Yeah, you say that every time we see her. Yeah. And so just now I said, is Carrie Russell who I thought was attractive? And she said, yes. And then she had words for me, like kind of a <laughs> how dare you. How dare you bring this up again? <laughs> if if you're listening, Carrie. And she is. Hey, hey Carrie, Carrie hey. hey. I think I liked her post. It was post-Felicity. Whatever okay. she looks like in the past five years. She did The Americans. You know that show? Yes, yes. That was the billboard I saw where I was like, hello. <laughs> Oh, now I hope Stephanie's not listening to this because she's, this is going to make her mad. Yes, of course. Carrie Russell's a beautiful, beautiful. Well, I don't need to be yelled at. I just like had never um, really noticed her. And now you need to never ask Stephanie again. No, I'm sure I will. Is that Carrie Russell? And don't I find her attractive? Have I told you that before? <laughs> um, okay, so Kenny G. Uh-huh. The thing is. I wouldn't say he's captivating. Okay. To you. 
Do well, you even by the way by the way even when they were interviewing like people waiting in line to go see him uh-huh. they were like what brings you to see Kenny G and two people look at each other and they're like oh uh I don't know we had I guess our parent our parents liked him okay but that is the director's choice for using yes. that one moment to That's highlight true. but if you asked the other 5000 people Right. Buying they'd tickets like, to his show, they'd be like, um, because I, I love him. Get, I can't wait to get because down. Because he captivates me. <laughs> He's captivating. Because and I am I, captivated. I do love, um, I love footage from his concerts mm-hmm. where they show him on stage like, you know, da 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 And then you see the, the people in the audience and they're like, like it's a rock concert. They're like, yeah. Well, first of all, c- could I suggest you start touring with your da 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Hines. Let's see how long you and I can go along to what we think is how his song That song. Yeah. Ready? Okay. One. No, wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Is this a countdown to go? Okay. I was just going to see how long uh, it would would irritate you. (laughs) Okay, to three. You had me at two. (laughs) (laughs) You had me at Carrie Russell. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, maybe we're doing different songs. Oh, I think I'm doing the same song. I think it's just in a different tempo and a different key. You know what? Let's give everyone a break and we will be back and see if we can iron this out. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.
And we are back. By the way, I can't think of one other song other than that. Well, he's had quite a few. He has. He's, yeah. I mean, a lot of hits. You know what I thought was really interesting is the moment in the movie where he goes, this is my only Grammy. Um, and it kind of implies, where are my other ones? <laughs> god this is my only grammy and just so people know i've only been nominated twice i've personally only been nominated Uh-oh. twice for a grammy wee 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 braggadocious alert and only been nominated once for an emmy you've been many times more have you won no i've lived a long hard life you know what's interesting Kenny G says he doesn't necessarily love music. <laughs> Which really made me laugh. And I'm like, why Why are we, why do we have to listen to it? Okay, but here's the thing. Yeah. It reminded me of that moment in the Joan Rivers documentary where she said she mm. doesn't see herself as a comedian. She sees herself as an actress. Oh. And I was oh, interesting. devastated when I heard her say that. Mm. Why was it devastating? Because... She was such a huge part of my childhood. My mother was a big fan of hers. I was a big fan. I grew up listening to her, watching her. And then, you know, I don't know her as an actress. I see her as that. And then I became a stand-up, and I admired her. And and then to hear her say, I don't connect to that, I felt like, what was I doing, like, watching her? If yeah, if she wasn't even if she wasn't even into she it, didn't even care. <laughs> you know, like it felt very weird. Where I, I just, just you know, sort of like she couldn't make it as an actor, so she did comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Kenny G loves to golf, but but I mean, I don't think he tried to golf and then pivoted to. Well, it seems like he can kind of do anything. He seems very. um, He's a jack of all trades. No, but the thing is about Kenny G. Okay, All of a sudden you're an expert. I'm very passionate. Go ahead. Because he's very specific about he wants to be very good at everything he does and he practices. Yeah. Even like in this documentary, he's like, I practice three to five hours a day. And then they have a montage of him just like. That is incredible. Sitting on the couch, playing, and then if that is true, in the bathroom, playing, and then could you imagine living living with him though? I mean, I'm sure oh, he's a I've nice imagined person, it but. many times over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm oftentimes <laughs> lost in thought. Me and Kenny G living together finally, <laughs> and then a new documentary of uh, Top Secret Love. What was that? Old, oh old yeah, secret, uh, secret, secret love. love. Yeah. yeah, all of a sudden, secret G. Yeah, the the, do, the, the sequel. <laughs> the sequel, <laughs> secret G. Yeah. I mean, T-N-T. I just imagine like you you wake up in the morning and Kenny G with his hair and he's pl- and he's playing and then you're like trying Kenny! to drink your coffee. <laughs> Kenny, and then you come home. Put the slope down. <laughs> You can, by the way, it's not a flute. And then he, and then he, and then you come home from like sitting in traffic for an hour, and it's and you're like Kenny. I just need, I need. But that's a break. like somebody feeling 
The same about, oh my God, can you imagine living with Tig? Like tr- doing all those friggin' jokes yeah. all day, yeah. day and night. Yeah. That's true. You gotta find, you have to find your audience, right? So I'm sure he finds Kenny that person. Kenny would be person. like, shut it! <laughs> Kenny, Kenny would be like, she doesn't stop telling jokes and they weren't funny to begin with and I've been sitting in traffic for an hour and I have to come home and listen to this. Cork it, dyke! <laughs> Oh, my God. I, I think you and Kenny G should have a reality show. And now that we're talking about it, I think it would be really... Called Cork It Dyke. <laughs> oh, no, I did not just snort. Oh, pig Cork snorts. Uh, Stephanie just sent me a, a follow-up text. Why? Oh, no. <laughs> don't. Don't. She. I won't she, engage. She doesn't. I won't engage. <laughs> Do you want to hear a clip from this film? Mm -hmm. Oh, how about, do you want to hear... um... (laughs) We should just have that in the background the whole... I mean, I guess it is relaxing. Well, apparently it gets Katie Couric going. Okay, let's listen to to Katie Couric. Katie Couric... I mean, listen, Kenny G has had an extraordinary Mm -hmm. uh, career. Mm -hmm. He's been on... Every talk show, and so this this is when he sat down with um, Katie Couric. Mm-hmm. How would you describe the kind of music you play? Well, it's hard to say in words. You know, categorizing it, uh, making some sort of a descriptive label, will make some people think one thing and other people think another. So, you heard it just a minute ago. So, you, what do you think? What's your words for it? It might be different than somebody else. I think else's. it's sexy. Okay. Do people call call your music sexy? Some do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and in the film, right after she says it's sexy, they cut to Kenny G playing for Larry King uh-huh. on Larry King's show. And Kenny G is probably two feet away from Larry King's desk uh-huh. playing the song. And Larry King is looking at him so adoringly and like, yeah, that is some sexy, uh-huh. sexy music. Yeah, yeah. I can see how some people would find it sexy. Sexy. I don't. Hmm. How would it? How would you find? How would anybody find it sexy? Well, because you picture like you know the low lighting and the and like and the and like candles. Yeah, the windows uh, are open and the curtains and it's blowing slightly. And then you hear. Okay, that's like soft, gentle. Maybe it's cotton just... ball sex. Wait, what? I said, <laughs> I said, soft, gentle cotton ball sex. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, like cotton balls. Like I thought se- you said something else. Oh, what did you think? I, oh my God, what did you think I said? Cotton ball sex. <laughs> you know, I said. Cotton ball sacks? I did. Like testicles, but but ball sacks made of cotton. Exactly. I thought you said that. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if that was something that people... That heterosexuals know about. Yeah. That, that it were was... like, oh, wow, I didn't even know there were cotton ball sacks. Or that it's like, oh, that's that's what they call, you know, cotton ball sacks. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know, you know. Um <laughs> 
Well, they don't, but uh, maybe we should start. Yeah. We should start it. Yeah. Like cotton, cotton ball sack mm-hmm. sex. I mean, I'm just saying that's like if you were, if you want a pleasant, gentle, spa-like mm-hmm. sexual experience. Like if somebody wants to give you um, gentle like back sensual. rubbies. Rubbies. Yeah, that's what we say to our, our cats. <laughs> that is so... I'm sorry. I don't think you should ever say that. (laughs) I don't think you should say rubbies. All right. Well, I'll let uh, the family know, but um, (laughs) that's what we say. The kitties have come come into the room for their uh, their night night rubbies. No, Mm -mm. there's something about it that's not quite. It's not quite right. Okay. Well, I'll let my five year olds know. Um, okay, so here's the thing about Kenny G. Okay. A lot of people have made love to his music and continue to make love to his music. And he enjoys that and says that he feels, you know, grateful to be a part of their um, experience mm-hmm. and experiences. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. I mean, it would be weird doing something that you know that people are, I was going to say. Rubbies? Fuck, fucking to. But then that was too. But it's like if you turn on Curb Your Enthusiasm and then you start going at it. It would uh-huh. be weird knowing that do, 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 And somebody's like, yeah, let's get to it. I don't think that happens. <laughs> I don't think you need to worry about that. I don't think you and Larry <laughs> are inspiring. I don't think you guys any sort of love making. No, I, I don't think you guys are um are doing that. In, invited in, into people's love making arena. I thought it was so uh so funny when that one woman came up to Kenny G and said to him as though he has never heard it before. She was like my husband and I got married to your song or whatever she said. <laughs> I know. And you know, he was having he was like to you pretend. And everybody yeah, else, yeah. lady. Never heard this before. Although I will say, in this film, mm. there was a moment where there was a couple getting married. Uh-huh. And in the middle of the vows, mm-hmm. the guy plays the saxophone to the bride while everyone watches mm-hmm. have you ever been to a wedding where i've been to a wedding where somebody in the middle of it she sang to her husband and it was so awkward and it was long are they possibly listening <laughs> <laughs> and we will be keeping that in <laughs> maybe 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 <laughs> it was a, Maybe. But you know what? If it made them happy, of course, that's all that matters. Uh-huh. But it's an awkward mo- moment. I was at a wedding, and I didn't know the people. I was there on a date. Um, I didn't know it was my first date, essentially, with this girl. But we went to her friend's wedding. Oh, and first date wedding? Well, I-, I think lot. we liked each other. And she was like, oh, do you want to come to this wedding with me? And she was coming in town. Okay. And she was like, you know, staying Why at not? my house and asking if oh, I wanted to go God. to a wedding. And so I was like, sure. It just seemed right. It just seemed well, right. 
I think we liked each other because we started dating right so. after You're that. I guess so. You're moving pretty fast. I mean, heterosexual couples, that's like, uh, I that's like move- four months into it. That's when you go to a wedding with someone. Listen, I don't think it was for sure on the table that we were going to be together or date. She's staying at your house. She, Cheryl, she, she was into town for to the, her friend's wedding. In, she flew in town but for why her. why she was staying in your house? Uh, but. she Was she sleeping on the couch? Yeah. Oh, bullshit. I'm serious. Okay, go ahead. So go ahead with your story. So you go to the wedding. She was sleeping on the couch at first. <laughs> yeah, for the first five minutes. Okay, but then, so anyway. Um, yes. So she invited me to this wedding, and it was her old friend's wedding, and I didn't know anybody. And... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'm just remembering, as you're saying, you know, well, she flew in town. She's staying at your house. I'm remembering, actually, we were sitting there at this table with these strangers, and this guy was, like, very focused on her and, like, clearly mm-hmm. was really thinking she was attractive. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the girl was at in the bathroom, he turned to me and he goes, hey, uh, are, you, are you dating her? And I said, uh, oh, no. And then she came back from the bathroom and I said, oh, by the way, because I didn't know what her intentions were. I didn't know who she was interested or what she was in- interested in. Right. or what You didn't was- want to speak for her. Yeah. I, I, right. But of course, anyway. But of course she was with you, like knee to knee. You guys are like secretly touching each other during the No, nuptial. no, it wasn't that at all. But I said okay. to her, I go, I go, oh, hey, by the way, I think that guy is interested in you because when you were in the bathroom, he asked me. Um, if, if you, if, if you were with me and she goes, well, what did you say? And I said, well, I said, no, I would be a psychopath if I said, yes, she's, (laughs) she's with me. We're together. I said, well, yeah, I told him, of course we're together. Um, (laughs) we're here on a date. Um, no. Um, but anyway, so at that wedding, somebody was singing to somebody playing the acoustic guitar and singing. Mm-mm. And that's when she and I were nudging each other because mm-hmm. we were about to die laughing. That's so. But hard. we were so close to the singer, like oh, physically. Yeah, you can't. And you we can't. Couldn't... You can't make eye contact. No, you I just can't. had to bite my lip and hope that, that nobody a boulder fell on my head or something. <laughs> I didn't know how to deal with the situation. It's so hard, especially when people. Oh, what's the movie? Oh, you know, I love Nick Hornby, the writer Nick Hornby, and he wrote about a boy. Mm-hmm. And in in the book and in the film, there's a scene where this woman is playing the piano, mm-hmm. and um, Hugh Grant is like, "Please don't make eye contact. Please don't make eye contact." And then she's like, just staring at him while she's playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's the worst. When I was in college, I lived with these two guys, and they had a friend who. Didn't have a place to live, so we slept on the couch, and he was majoring in classical guitar. Okay. And I think he developed a little crush on me, and every time I came home, uh-huh. he would play the guitar. So <laughs> I was I was like going to school during the day, and then I would rush home to eat really fast to go, you know, bartend at night. I didn't have long in between. And he was home going... Oh. <laughs> it, was, 
It was. I was like, I just, I can't. Because then I have to like nod and and smile. Wait, did you ever get confirmation that he was interested in you? Or are you just walking around the world going, oh boy. Every time I come home, he's playing his triangle. Oh gosh. Every time I come home, he's making dinner. Every time I come home, he's just getting out of the shower. I don't recall if he ever like made a move or anything, but at some point I was said to my other guy roommates, I was like, you know, it's a lot. It's just a uh-huh. lot. It's hard to relax in my own house when he's playing the guitar for me. Every time I walk in the door, it's too much. Uh-huh. And he ended up moving out. Have you kept in touch? Yes. Have we you? were married for 10 years. No. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't commit it to memory. There's so many people where I'm like, who was that? Who was that that, who that I was? dated for three months? Who was that? Is that is kind of hard. It is hard when it's... It seems like, like you live different lifetimes, doesn't it? For sure. Like there are decades of my life. I, ha- I have no idea what happened. And we'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, Tig, just getting, circling back to Kenny G for a moment. I just want to tell you, uh, listen, he's a very talented musician. Mm-hmm. He was going to play on The Tonight Show. That was going to be his big break. Yep. He was with this band. Mm-hmm. They had a song they were going to play. And then in the middle of the show, they said to him, well, you're not going to be able to play two songs. Mm-hmm. You're just going to play the one that we all agreed upon, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then Kenny G said to his band, oh, no, we're not going to play that one. We're going to play the one that I wrote, which I guess is Songbird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so when, when we he do played, it, it's Songbirds. <laughs> <laughs> when he played that song uh-huh. on The Tonight Show, yeah. apparently people... I don't want to say went crazy because I don't think it's that type of song that in, invokes mm. that, like. Well, he made you believe it did happen. Uh, that's true. You know. Well, I mean, it got the attention of uh, Clive Davis, the very famous Clive, Clive Davis of Arista. Wait, didn't Clive Davis already, didn't he already get his attention? 
I thought that, <laughs> once again, there's, there's no way to no know. no possible way for us to have this information. I thought Clive had signed him to Arista Records. See, I thought that Clive. <laughs> Clive? <laughs> Did you just call him That's Clive? That's how I pronounced my V's. No, I said Clive. I thought that it was after. Uh, I guess we can both agree. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, since when? Is, since when do we spend since time when do trying we care to get about it? facts or no. figures? So Clive Davis realized, oh my God, this guy appeals to a lot of people. And up until that moment, mm-hmm. Kenny had albums, and on the cover of his album, he was sort of silhouetted, so you couldn't tell if he was black or white. Mm-hmm. So, but he, when you see him close up. With He's the light pretty on. White. <laughs> He's pretty white. But before that performance, uh-huh. I think nobody really knew when they assumed he was a black artist. Mm-hmm. Part of the story is that, that there are a lot of black artists who are g- amazing musicians uh-huh. and feel like, oh, Kenny G got a big break because he's a white guy. Mm-hmm. And people paid more attention to him and 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 Kenny G the filmmaker says do you think that being white gave you an advantage and mm-hmm. and he sort of talks through it in in a very I thought genuine way where he he said oh I've never really thought about it mm-hmm. but you know he starts talking through it and he's like I I guess so yeah and that being said it doesn't take away from his talent because he clearly is very talented mm-hmm musician yeah but anyway so he goes on the tonight show people go crazy for him Mm -hmm. clive davis decides clive oh clive (laughs) i'm gonna call all of these radio stations and i'm gonna say you want to hear some easy listening Uh uh-huh and gave him kenny g's song and then people started playing it and the next thing you know pop Stations are playing Kenny G. It's hard to imagine. That pop? That pop was like, but back in the day, I mean, I remember. Like, oh, it was everywhere. You'd be listening to Madonna, and then all of a sudden, it's da, Kenny G, and you're like, oh, what happened? Da, 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 da. Name one other song that he, he did. Oh, I could, name, I could name all of his greatest hits. Do a silhouette. How does silhouette sound? Okay. now that's songbird that sounds exactly like songbird did you know songbird was called songbird not at all i had i didn't even know it had a name i mean it makes sense that it has a name but know that name like that song that is embedded in this in our universe culture somehow yeah. in every culture did you know it was called songbird i just said i didn't know it was called songbird <laughs> do you not listen to me no i, I don't i don't listen to you either <laughs> <laughs> okay and then in this um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean listen it, it's got a hook it does it stays in your it stays earworm. in your brain cell. It is an Here's earworm. Here's so crazy that okay. I think Kenny G is the epitome of. Hmm. There are so many artists. Yeah. Whether it's a musician, yeah. a comedian, a painter, mm-hmm. whatever it is, mm-hmm. where they have such a distinct sound or delivery, 
and cadence, stroke of the brush, whatever it is that they're doing. And maybe I've talked about this before. Um, doesn't matter. Does not does matter. It doesn't matter. Nor does anything else. But I always call it a brain stamp. Mm. Because you retread something that other people can identify as you. Right. And there's certain drummers where you can hear them, guitar, like Eddie Van Halen. Mm. You mm -hmm. know it's Eddie Van Halen because of his mm -hmm. brain stamp. Mm. Because you're like, oh my gosh, he's using a certain group of notes in a certain yes. way. Yes, it's like Taylor Swift. Yeah, Kenny G, you're like, oh, that's Kenny oh. G. You don't need, nobody needs to tell you there's Kenny G. Right. No, you can hear it. Yeah. Even I think about it, Willie Nelson is su such mm. a distinct guitar mm. player. Mm -hmm. And maybe it doesn't stick out to you, but I, you know, I do play a little bit of guitar. Oh. Um, wee -oo, wee -oo, but wee I would know in a heartbeat mm. if Willie Nelson was playing guitar. I wouldn't mm -hmm. have to see anything. You'd know it. I would know if it was Alex Van Halen playing drums. You're really tooting some horns for yourself right now. <laughs> I can't believe that worked on you. Well, it really did because it reminded me of Dean Triple Horn. <laughs> and that is, it is really one of the... Dumbest? Yes. <laughs> it's one of our dumber moments. Oh, Gene. Well, I have um, to tell, I don't want to break your heart, but, uh -oh. you know, it's, it's, it's a joke of mine that I use with Stephanie that I mm -mm. mentioned on this show. Gene so, Triple Horn? Yeah. Gene. Yeah. Gene. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, your horn just changed. <laughs> But you and I moved it on yes. to Gene fur, 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 triple horn. <laughs> Whereas when I did it at home, Stephanie, I was like, "Who is that person?" Stephanie said, "Gene triple horn." I said, "Oh, you mean Gene?" Do do do. Oh, just one horn? No, do 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 oh. do. Mm. Whereas on our show, it we turned into Gene. And if I ever meet her, I'm going to ask her if anyone's ever called her Jean. I, I, I just, I hope I am standing next to you when that happens. Do you happens. think I wouldn't do that? No, I'm sure you would. I am sure you would. That's why I'm hoping that I will or be there. Or if I went up to her and I said, Ms. I think she would leave after the first pop. No. I think she would be like, I, you can't be talking to me because I don't even know what words you're saying. <laughs> okay, listen. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just going to say this. Yeah. So in this documentary, yeah. Kenny G, he heard, um, oh, what's her name? Do the duet with Nat. Nat King Cole. Uh-huh. So he heard, what's his daughter's name? Uh... Uh, uh, Natalie. Natalie. Natalie Cole. Okay. So he heard that duet that mm -hmm. she had done, and it was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was so inspired that he wanted to do a duet like that with mm -hmm. Louis Armstrong mm -hmm. because he loved Louis Armstrong's It's a Wonderful mm -hmm. World. And so he did uh, his own version of that. Yeah. 
Can I tell you, when I was mm-hmm. in Mississippi this last time, my cousin yeah. came home after his daily run, mm-hmm. just wetting up a storm with his headphones in. Yeah. And I said, oh, what song do you run to? And it was, I see... <laughs> What a beautiful world. And I was like, wait, you're running around town blaring Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. <laughs> what a wonderful world. That's kind of very sweet. It is very sweet. Is I just did sweet. not expect you didn't expect that was the no, motivational song that's sense like, if you knew my cousin. two more miles. Yeah. Oh. Remember the Christopher Cross song? Mm-hmm. Sailing takes me away where I go. And I just remember mm-hmm. when it came out, one of my friends was like, oh, this is my favorite song. Uh-huh. And I was like, this this song? Uh-huh. Like, how how is how does that song come on? And you're like, whoa, crank it. It's a good song. Do you like that song? I do. It's relaxing. It's once again like cotton ball. And then sex. how about if you get caught between the moon and New, 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 New York City? <laughs> the best that you can do. The best the that, best you, that can you can do is fall in love. Did you not like that song? Mm-mm. Christopher Cross was a huge star. In the early yes. 80s. I mean, yes. massive I mean, star. I, in fact, I heard yeah. a trivia, a little bit yeah. of trivia, how, and poor Christopher Cross, I mean, Uh-oh. apparently when music videos started, people like Christopher Cross were no longer popular because he wasn't attractive. attractive. Oh, I've never, I've, I have no idea what Christopher Cross looks like. Well, well, it's interesting that you say that because Kenny G does, we see some old videos of Kenny, that Kenny G put out, that Kenny G put out, uh-huh. uh, which are fascinating. I mean, there's one where he's break dancing and then he comes up out of his spin on the ground. Were you ever break dancing? Were you ever doing that? Um, I'm going to say no, but I I feel like I could pop and lock if I needed to. <laughs> you could pop and lock in a pinch? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you ever break dance? No, but I felt like everybody at my school was break dancing. I mean, it was so fun. I used to love, I remember people would like walk around with cardboard, like collapsed cardboard boxes so they could just break dance anywhere with their boom boxes. Mm-hmm. Those were the days. Okay, listen, I, I just wanted to tell you about when oh. he did this duet mm-hmm. <laughs> with um, Louis Armstrong. Yeah. This is what we were talking about at the beginning. Right. You were saying, mm-hmm. like, people hate Kenny G so much that this guy, Pat Metheny, who's Pat Metheny. Metheny, excuse oh boy. me. He's a respected jazz musician. You've never heard of Pat Metheny? No, have you heard of Pat Metheny? Yes. Oh, brother. You have? I have. Pat Metheny's been around forever. Do you like jazz? Yeah. Like when you're in your car, you like, oh, I got to get a... Keith Jarrett? Never heard of him. No. All right. Well, put on some Keith Jarrett. I don't want to. Well, he's incredible. I don't think I'm a jazz. We listen to Keith Jarrett at my house when we're giving the kitties rubbies. (laughs) So this guy, Pat Metheny... Mm Mm-hmm. 
writes like the most horrible email. Mm-hmm. I mean, really horrible, horrible things about Kenny G and how he. Kenny G is not Pat's Carrie Russell. We'll just say that. We'll say that. Yeah. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. And it just went viral mm-hmm. back in the day before there was, you know, social media. Mm-hmm. But but people, but it was an email and it got passed around to everybody. And I felt so, I felt badly for Kenny G. Mm-hmm. But he's so sweet. Look, Pat Metheny is a successful musician. But I've never heard but of he's, him. But he's certainly he's no, he's Kenny no Kenny G. G. And Kenny G can sit very comfortably as people yes. take aim Swings. at him. Yeah. And look, nobody wants that to happen to them. But right. Kenny G has got the cash. He's got yeah. the one the Grammy. Hair. He's got the no. <laughs> hair. He's got kids that adore him. Oh, his kids were so cute. He's and, got two sons. And so sons. it's just, it's like... Say whatever you want. Right. <laughs> you know? Say whatever you want. I know, but nobody wants... That's nobody. what I'm saying, is nobody wants I'm, that. Nobody wants it. But it's, you know, at one point in the documentary when he's saying, you know, and I I, I was prepared, the critics were... Gonna and come just at the me. fact that he has to go through that. But, but there has to be that side of him that he's presenting, which is, nah. I'm yeah. ready for it. It's I'm right. Near, and and it's not, not everybody's going to yeah. like it. You know, I mean, you must deal with that. <laughs> I am so polarizing. <laughs> it's hard too watching this and even Clive Davis, Clive Davis saying, <laughs> yeah, basically he peaked. Uh-huh. Did you get that? Mm-hmm. I mean, even Kenny G was like, yeah, he doesn't say I peaked. Mm-hmm. Nobody says that, but he feel it, it was like a realistic right idea evaluation of, of where he yeah yeah um so it, so he's sort of at a different place now and and then just recently mm. Kanye West I mean not that recently because now Kanye's not with Kim Kardashian anymore mm. but Kanye West called him Kenny G and said will you come over and play mm-hmm. for Kim serenade her mm-hmm. walk around the living room with with your flute <laughs> first of all it's not flute but um but that was very sweet yeah and I'm sorry did he do it oh my god did you not watch this? did you not watch this <laughs> no I did you know remember he's like walking it was a little this off. is where his sons were like it'll be cool right yeah, Kenny G was like, I, I don't know much about Kanye West. And they mm-hmm. were like, no, this is actually a cool thing. Mm-hmm. But it looked to me like there were maybe a hundred tiny. Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> this is... <laughs> With my hand, I'm showing you <laughs> that there were long vases. Okay placed all over the living room or yeah uh with one rose in it Uh and it looked like kenny g then had to sort of tiptoe around all of the yeah i'm just saying i don't think it was the best i don't mean to be critical because i think it's a wonderful gesture but i think it was challenging for kenny g to have to tiptoe around all the vases on the floor while he Mm -hmm. serenaded yeah 
I mean, he had to have paid him some cash, right? No, of course. I hope so. And then it was very sweet because Kanye invited him to his um, recording Trump studio. rally. <laughs> oh, God. It was so sweet. He uh, personally invited him to his MAGA party. Oh, we're not saying that. That's, uh, we don't know. We don't know if Kanye well, we invited know if Kenny, Kenny, G Kenny G to, to a, a MAGA Trump rally. rally. No, we don't know that. And would Kenny G go? We don't know. We don't know what his I political... I feel pretty confident Kenny G would not go to a Trump rally. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think he wouldn't. I don't think so. And basically, Tig, that is the story. <laughs> that is the story. <laughs> That's the story of uh, listening to Kenny G. Mm-hmm. A pleasant documentary about a pleasant person who plays pleasant music. That's right. And if you got a problem with Kenny G, go find something else to do. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Are you ready for final thoughts? Yeah. Okay. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. You can skip the first question. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we can skip them all. Um, We can skip doing this whole show. Did you cry? No, nobody's, nobody's crying. Is there a moment in the movie where anybody could possibly cry? Maybe they could be inspired. Because mm. you know how you cried with uh, hands on a hard, body, a hard body and you're the only person yeah. alive that did? <laughs> I know. Our listeners really, you know, they like to make fun of me for that. If anybody out there listening cried, cried. at any moment in this movie, please. Listening to Kenny G. R- not listening to Kenny G, but no, in that's this. The name, no, that's the name of the documentary. Oh, see, I, I just Googled <laughs> Kenny G documentary. I don't know what the name of it is. <laughs> But if you are out there and you genuinely yeah. teared up at some point, please mm-hmm. write us mm-hmm. and tell us where. What what moved you? What moved you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a tricky one. <laughs> Who were you attracted? Carrie Russell. Who were you, <laughs> <laughs> Who were you attracted Carrie to? Carrie Russell. I would like to also say Carrie Russell. <laughs> Can I do that? Okay, but you're friends with her. That's okay. She would be fine with it. I mean... Well, you were both actors in Waitress, right? Yeah. Okay, that's right. We were both waitresses. And did you get along? Oh, I love her. I loved her so I much. Too. Oh, boy. Carrie, I, if you're listening, I'm... Hey, Carrie, I apologize. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for making you feel this way. <laughs> Tig, that... Is all for this sneak, knit this, <laughs> this sneak, this sneak. I think it's a combination of next week. That's like we, um, just let's get it started. This Stephanie, sneak. when she was a kid, um, brought a friend over and uh, introduced her friend to her father, and she was like, "Dad, this is Courtney," and he said, "Portney," with a P, <laughs> and so he was like, "No, Courtney, like the name Courtney, <laughs> Portney." Portney? 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 What is it? Portney? Is it Portney? <laughs> no. No. Courtney. <laughs> like the name. Like the name. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all for this week. And next week, we'll be talking about 
Chicken People, which you can watch on Pluto TV. Tig, before we go, would you like to read some true fan mail? Oh, yeah. Jake B. writes, Hey, Hey, Jake B. Hey. Hey, I'm Jake, the OG snark bolt. (laughs) (laughs) I had been listening to earlier episodes because I needed to learn all of the important things we learn on this podcast. (laughs) And yesterday I caught up to the Lula Rich episode where you read my review. Oh. Oh, my God. Is this Snurkball? <gasps> oh, this is Snurkball. Tig, this is... <laughs> Tig, this is Snurkball. <laughs> okay, I got to get through this. Wait, Snurkball didn't know about Snurkball until just now? Until now. I was beyond excited with how the whole thing went down. Thomas was right on the reading. Sneaker boy. <laughs> but Snurk Bowl is amazing. <laughs> and oh and it's God. what all of our listeners call themselves now is Snurk Bowls. <laughs> snurk Bowls. So Jake B says, I'm just your average gay dad raising three feisty girls with my husband in Utah. I've always been obsessed with sneakers and created Snurkbull. Oh, I mean, I guess Snicker it's Snurkbull. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Username when I was still a twink around 15 years ago. Whoa, that's a long time ago. My awesome friend Jamie turned me and a few other friends onto the podcast Though I've been a fan of each of you for ages, I listened to Professor Blastoff back in the day and was rolling with laughter when Punky Corns made their appearance on True Story. <laughs> Thank you for the endless laughs. Warmest regards, Jake B. Snurkbull. Jake B. I can't, can't believe b- we just met I- Snurkbull. We didn't. <laughs> He, he wrote us Wait, an email. Oh. This, Cheryl. this reminds me. <laughs> but it reminds me of, of meeting Aiden. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm dating Snurkbull. Oh, You're sn- not dating him now <laughs> just because you read his email. Oh, that was so nice. Oh, I that know. was really nice. Is there anything I know what you're going to say that you'd like to promote? Well, I am on tour, and you should go yeah. to tignotaro.com to find out when I'm coming to your city or a city near you. Get in your car, drive there, take a train, take a bus, okay. fly, oh, okay. hitchhike. However you get there. Yeah. And also, if you'd like to watch and I the can new see season your of voice, uh, Star it's Trek on is Fox also right on. now. So, and okay. my other podcast, Don't Ask Tig. Where I give advice. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. And you can also mail, email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. Cheryl. Tig. Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. 
Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.